0: Hello and welcome to Write Enjoy Repeat where everyday people talk about why they love to write and why you might give it a go. My name is Claire and today I'm joined by Philly. Hi Philly. Hello. How are you today?
1: I'm very well. How are you?
0: Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Well, thank you for joining me today. Short earliest memory of writing.
1: So I think my earliest memory of writing was when I was about four or five and I was inspired by an alphabet poster on the wall with the letter <laughs> H, <laughs> Hammy the Hedgehog. So um, Hammy really took me as a four-year-old. He was an inspiring spiky hedgehog and I what that really begun a three-year journey of writing the life of Hammy and um you know it started off with the innocent mind of a five-year-old where he would do basic things like eat eat a worm and then it kind of evolved (laughs) over the years to the age of six or seven where his mother got run over and stuff sorry I probably shouldn't laugh about that (laughs) (laughs) I mean I don't know where it came from I mean you know my mum didn't go through anything really I mean but um yeah so that was (laughs) my that was like my uh first foray into uh into writing and I think I I just really enjoyed it and in particular I kind of I it was kind of cartoonish so I would like write the narrative and then kind of draw some strange picture of a pseudo hedgehog Mm. and uh, it was great so that's my first. yeah I've got so many things to
0: say about this and ask you but you know we're limited ish but I'm, I'm just amazed that you have a memory of being four or five because not many people have those kind of uh, you know that sort of age memory so that's incredible and that you took something on the wall and, and sort of brought it to life that's just amazing sounds like yeah, a
1: lot of fun I, yeah it's weird I, it's memory is interesting and there's not many things but there are I think there are small tiny moments that are pivotal and I, I do remember that being one tiny pivotal moment in my life
0: yeah yeah, amazing. A hedgehog, so that, yeah. Yeah, so that got you started. And have you become a person who loves hedgehogs in life or did that sort of come and go?
1: Yeah, I define myself as a hedgehog ally. Um... <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> They're very rare now, the poor things, and they need the worms. So, uh, yeah, I do, I do take note at every hedgehog event and try and get yeah. involved. And do people do people buy you hedgehog things?
0: Is it to that level, or well,
1: is... the problem is I'm a bit of a flirt when it comes to animal obsession. so I've now kind of moved to sloths. Um, so <laughs> now I tend to get sloth memorabilia, right? But you know, what my friends don't know is I would rec- I would really welcome some hedgehog memorabilia as well.
0: Mm. So what's next? This is all like there's a real slow theme of animal snails
1: maybe? Snails. I had pet snails. Do you have pet snails? They are beautiful pets, but (laughs) anyway, (laughs) I used to put them in Tupperware boxes and then like within two hours of like, you know, what I thought was taming them, my mum would release them back into the wild. She thought it was cruel.
0: (laughs) What did you tame them to do? Stay still?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know this sounds really weird, but like in my mind, I always imagine playing chess with my pets. Mm. So like, not that I was going to try and train a slug to play chess, but I almost imagined it would eventually. <laughs> so that was always the aim. Um, well, it was just a need for companionship.
0: Yes, well, you could, thank goodness you've got a, a healthy creative imagination thing really. So um, <laughs> we'll move swiftly on because we can talk about animals, I'm sure, for hours. Um, <laughs> so what is it about writing that you enjoy?
1: I think for me... Um, it's a lovely, um, Is it? there is a cathartic process to it and um, and it's lovely to have just you and the page and no one else and just um, to kind of go on a little, it's almost like travel on a bit of a journey, uh, seeing where your mind takes you, uh, kind of exploring, you know, how you think you've reacted to things or what might be in there and kind of, I don't know, I find that interesting. Mm. Um So definitely, like, the cathartic element, but also it's just, like, sometimes it's quite fun. Like, I I went through a phase where I'd try and write every day and then often, you know, all I'd write is, I am tired, I am tired, I am tired. (laughs) And, you know, even that was, I look back and it's completely, like, you know, obviously I can't publish that in uh, the Penguin books or anything like that, but it's, it's quite fun to, like, just put your pen to paper and not worry just get it out uh
0: yes. it's good yeah and i think that whole idea of just writing what's on your mind first and foremost whether it's i am tired or you know a barrage of something else it is the is the most important thing isn't it and then worry about what you do with it later um mm. so yes and Let's also say, um, oh sorry go on yeah, the-
1: well, they say some of the greatest writers had a journal and sometimes maybe all they'd write is I did nothing or whatever. But, you know, like just the process of getting stuff out, I think is so good uh, for like yeah. not just like ordering a mind or just like coming to like accepting what your day has been or anything like that. But, you know, it's a great way to like look back and grow within yourself as well. And you actually, be, you know, become a better writer literally just by writing every day with no mm. one even looking at it, which is a nice thing, I think.
0: Yes, exactly. And I think also, you know, even even if you've written I am tired a load of times, you know, that's useful, isn't it? Because if that's all you've got to say, there's clearly a problem with your tiredness. Yes.
1: <laughs> Don't write in the morning, actually. This is the thing. You know, they will say, oh, get up early, early and write. <laughs> the problem is yeah. you're so naked. But um, no, you're yeah. right. Yeah. It's interesting reflection.
0: Yeah. And I think also... and. To what you have just said as well I think people should write when they want to write not in the morning. you know the morning doesn't suit everyone like you quite rightly pointed out so yeah, yeah. right when it right when it feels right for you people um yeah. so what does writing give you
1: um it's that's an interesting question because also I feel it's kind of tied to writing and reading because I, I think what I'm most inspired by or the reason I, I write is I read a lot and when I read something that resonates with me and like makes me kind of laugh and want to burst into like utter tears at the same time to me like that is the height of art and that is you know to me what what makes life interesting and you know uh makes you know a lot of kind of the shit bits are kind of more worth it so um so I like almost I'll read something and I want to be able to hit that or I want to be able to kind of resonate further so then that's kind of why I write was that the question again
0: yes it was what does it give you <laughs> don't worry <laughs> yeah, it,
1: yeah. I think it gives you because I don't know. It's interesting. Like uh, there's that quote where, you know, loneliness isn't being alone. It's about being in a crowd and feeling alone. And I feel with writing, it's such a one to one medium. It's you in a book. It's you and someone else's brain or their interpretation of what they've said. And I don't really like groups of people sometimes because I just feel sometimes in a group, it really changes the way you react to things or it can have some such a kind of you know like group psychology I just I, I really hate it but what I really love about writing and reading is it's a direct conversation with someone else where you're not filtering and you're able to kind of speak a, a truth um, yeah. which is I think in this day and age like you know everyone's constantly writing for an audience like you know some kind of marketable audience uh, and I just it's so relieving to have a honest conversation even if it's in a fictitious world but to just know oh my god other people think like this great Mm,
0: yeah so why should people give it a go if they I always say that you know people haven't written for a while and want to or have never but I think you know it's often people who will say I used to write when I was a kid and then haven't but what would you uh why would you suggest they give it a go if they haven't for a while
1: um, I'd say start again, because I mean, the, the drivers, why are you thinking about it again now? And I remember I, you know, as a child, I used to write loads more than I did as an adult. And you know, I went cavorting on different careers and work took over. And And in the small moment that I took to take a breath and realize what I actually like, you know, it was like storytelling and writing and writing not to a brief, not to anyone else's agenda, but like just for myself. And um, it's, it's, I'd say, you know, have a try because it's not, there's, you're not going to lose anything, but you know, what's surprising really is as an adult, what happens when you start thinking like a child again and thinking, oh, I can dream up anything. Like there's a mm. kind of freedom with you in the page. And also what's so lovely is you get to meet people who are like minded, like yourself, you know, and being able to go to places like Cafe and Covent Garden. And like, I just love that every week you could go in there and you might hear one or two people that just sing to you almost. But you see everyone. And that's what I love is like everyone has a voice. You know it's so important to use it and share your experience because you know what there's going to be loads of people who will love your writing they won't know it unless you do it.
0: Mm. That's a, I love that bit of advice especially the last bit that's brilliant. Um, mm. Thank you. And so have you got a favourite author or book?
1: Yeah, so I'm I'm feel very strongly about this. So my favourite author of all time is Kurt Vonnegut, and mm. he is my hero. I'm essentially trying to copy his entire career trajectory. <laughs> um, he like he studied chemistry, then uh, he kind of worked as a uh, journalist for a bit and hated it, and then he worked as a copywriter for a bit, hated it, and then he kind of ended up as a kind of celebrated novelist. Um, I'd say my favorite book of his is "God Bless You, Mr. Rosewater," which is. Uh, just a really, really funny, dark piece about what it means to be alive and what is the meaning of it all. Mm. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I just like I I was going through a very dark period whilst I w- I, I started my career in like filmmaking and journalism, and I ended up specialising in quite a dark area, which is um, you know women's rights in the Democratic Republic of Congo, and. You know I had a job where I was like every day I was kind of watching or researching or hearing accounts of just gross atrocities and I just it it really has an impact on you and that was mm. I was back in 2012 so even then like mental health care wasn't really i don't know it it wasn't really accepted as much as it is even to you know today and it's only yeah. been eight years ten years or so but um and I was just really like I cannot cope day in day out doing this like what what is the point I don't understand and you know I I, uh, finally one person I felt at that time no one else I felt saw the way saw the world the way I did and finally um, I felt like I met someone even though he was dead who got exactly Mm -hmm. what I was going through and what I was struggling with and not only did he say almost to me it's all right charm you're gonna get through it he was made me laugh the whole way and it it, it had such a powerful effect on my life I mean literally I'm now I'm just basically following in his footsteps as much as I can so (laughs) well I I I say go on no I don't know I just yeah I just say he he is uh I think one of the greatest writers of all time and I do think Uh, particularly in in the context of the 21st century when you can see the amount of horrible things going on, you know, it makes everyone question literally what the hell, you know, there is no sense in this, there's no order, there's no, the the randomness of life is just really hard to deal with. But um, I feel like he gives, through really funny language, a great answer.
0: Mm. Well, that's, I've not tried to read that one, so I, I'm definitely going to give that a go. Um, and I would say you are following in his footsteps because your writing is funny and dark, which is how you just described Kurt Vonnegut. So, so you're on. You are doing it, but You're you're you are emulating him already.
1: Oh, that means so much. <laughs> thank you so much. And uh, again, thank you so much for uh, creating this podcast because it's so nice to hear uh, everyone else's journeys and. Uh, just hearing the stories, particularly like, you know, childhood to now and, and onward, it's lovely.
0: Mm. Oh, brilliant. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me Stephanie. It's been an absolute pleasure.
1: Not at all. And thank you so much for having me.
0: If you'd like to hear more about how I help people discover, come back to and express themselves through writing, go to cpsdayoff.com.